Two quarters down, two quarters to go. It's time for the second half of BYU football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head live to the Bill Barr broadcast booth alongside Riley Nelson. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Another turnover-free half of football for BYU. Under Aaron Roderick, uh, Riley Nelson, one of the hallmarks of this team has been ball security. It's it's ra- it's it's more it's more common than rare that BYU played turnover-free football these days. It is a core tenet. I remember, uh, in fact, it was two or three years ago, Greg. We uh, Roderick was gracious enough to give us an hour of his time in the summer just to kind of explain his uh, offensive philosophy and his approach to offense and number one was we got to take care of the football it is the football is not ours the football belongs to all of BYU football and BYU football fans and so the first and for uh, the first priority is to take care of it and boy his uh, he done such a tremendous job of that in his two years as offensive coordinator let's head down to field level if Mitchell Jurgens is with us and can hear us uh, I see that the uh, uh, the wind flags at the top of the uprights are barely moving. It's a cold night, there's no doubt. But uh, Mitchell, has any, has any wind developed where you're standing? No, wind's, wind's been relatively light. So uh, really what they're just battling is this, just the cold air. Um, I, I just spent um, the entire halftime on the heated bench. So I, I, And it, was, it, it, it did wonders for me. I'm feeling pretty good right now. So <laughs> I, I'm sure the players are, are fighting for the benches in between series, but uh, yeah, it's it's chilly and, and hopefully these guys can stay warm. That is Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone. For big time banking with a home team feel, Zions Bank is for you. Alrighty, second half of play about to get underway. Brendan Hall is going to kick it off from left to right, north to south, and he backspins it end over end into the New Mexico emblazoned end zone. A red end zone with white lettering and sky blue outline. Again, neither team gets its names in the end zone tonight. It's all New Mexico here at the New Mexico Bowl. Touchback off the Brendan Hall kickoff and BYU first and 10 from its own 25-yard line. So the Cougars ended the first half with the ball and begin half number two with the football. BYU football is brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen have been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Learn more at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Sol J. Mayava Peters has gone all the way in this one. No Kate Finnegan, certainly no Nick Billups. Chris Brooks is the tailback off the left hip of the BYU third year freshman. And strength is to the right with trips. Single wide left. A look right, and now scrambling left and throwing it away. No one home and just throws it into the SMU team area. And again, we're here in New Mexico. New Mexico in the end zones. The words New Mexico at the 50-yard line. There is no foul for intentional grandling. The quarterback was out of the box. Yes, he was. That's right. And I have slipped a couple times tonight and said New Mexico as the opponent. To be clear, this is the New Mexico Bowl featuring BYU and SMU. SMU the Mustangs in all white. BYU the Cougars in all black. And here we go, second and 10 from the BYU 25-yard line. Ball far hash. The wide side is the left side for Soljay. There's the hand clap. There's the handoff to Chris Brooks. He's stiffened straight up after a gain of one driven back. It'll be third down and nine for BYU. Tough for anybody to run against an eight-man box, and uh, that's what BYU faced on these first two rushing attempts. So third and ten. They gave him. Wow, oh, that can't be right. Give him two. Got to give him two. Third and eight. They call it third and nine on the scoreboard, but third and long eight. 
They go pistol now with Chris Brooks behind Soljay Mayava Peters. But now move Chris up to the right hip. There's a snap at the thighs. A keeper from Mayava takes off to the far boundary. Following his blocker to the edge and didn't quite get there. How many yards shy will he be? A full four. Three. Up three. Full three yards. So on fourth and three from the BYU 32-yard line, Ryan Rico and the punt team will come in. So it was Mayava on the keeper to the right side. Didn't get the line to gain, and he will punt it away to Roderick Daniels, Jr. Ryan Rico's first punt was a 61-yarder. Just thumped it. Snap back to Rico. Another one. Holy cow. Another one. Just a rocket. And back to the five-yard line for Roderick Daniels Jr. Has room to the right side. Cuts back up between the hashes. And he is thrown down firmly at the 17. Good return from Daniels Jr. But an even better punt from Ryan Rico. The cold air, which has affected the, both quarterbacks' ability to throw, has had zero effect on Rico's ability to send a high tight spiral through the night air. And his two punts, 61 and now 65. So SMU set up at its own 17-yard line, first down and 10. So BYU scored with neither its first-half ending possession nor its second-half beginning possession. Of course, BYU wasn't intending to score at the end of half number one. Tanner Mordecai. Backs up into pistol formation. Kamar Wheaton is the tailback behind him. Ooh, a broken play as he turned to half top to Wheaton. Wheaton wasn't there, so Mordecai slides on the right side for a loss of two. That play was busted up from the start. So, And look at the SMU coaches. They, they, they've been off the field for about a half hour, and the first play they run coming at a halftime is a, broken, is, is, is a miscommunication on a handoff. Yeah, and you could hear our field mic down there was right next to their coach who was uh, letting them hear about it. Yep. So, miserable execution on the first play of the second half for SMU. Results in a loss of two, make it three. Second down and 13. Mordecai Gunn, three-step. Screen, complete, left side, Kamar Wheaton. Wheaton tackled for no gain. Maybe a gain of one, setting up third down and 12. So, BYU, although the game is tied, it kind of feels, Riley, that BYU's done what it's needed to to kind of rest momentum away and kind of stay relatively in control despite the fact the scoreboard shows a deadlock. I think a big reason why is BYU's doubling up on possession is why they feel in such control. And a dump off underneath. Incomplete under pressure was Mordecai. Great heat brought by the Cougs, and so it's three and out for SMU. So a poor sequence of plays to open half number two for the Mustangs. And now BYU will be in excellent position to take a lead as Hobbs Nyberg awaits this punt between his 45 and 50-yard line. Ryan Buchevsky will punt it away. Buchevsky, two punts, an average of 41.5. Buczewski waits at his one-yard line for the long snap of Will Benton. Chest-high snap. And those just look short compared to Ryan Rico, don't they? Fair catch made by Hobbs Nyberg at the 42 of BYU. Not a bad punt, but the way Rico's been uh, launching missiles out there tonight. Everything looks a little pale in comparison. So BYU first and 10 when we come back to University Stadium in Albuquerque, New Mexico. 12-13 to play in the third. 10-10 our score. Cougars and Mustangs on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU football brought to you by Bam Bam's Barbecue, which brings you authentic Central Texas barbecue. Try their tender brisket or mouth-watering pulled pork. 
are my favorites, the jalapeno cheddar sausages. Plus, I do love their sides. Bam Bam's Barbecue, located just north of BYU's campus. Bam Bam's Barbecue, a proud sponsor of BYU Athletics. 10-10, our score. Both teams have had one possession here in the second half. BYU's second possession of half number two begins at the Cougar 41-yard line. So best starting field position of the day for BYU. Cougars' average starting field position has been its own 21-yard line to this point. SMU its own 25. We're 10-10. And an even ball game in many ways beyond just that on the scoreboard. Checking that uh, possession time number. BYU still about plus eight minutes. 20-31 to 12-16. Greg Rubel and Riley Nelson along with Mitchell Jurgens here at the New Mexico Bowl. University Stadium, Albuquerque, New Mexico. BYU's second trip here for the postseason. It's the 2010 New Mexico Bowl. BYU won, defeating UTEP. And Riley, you were a spectator in, you were on the in, in a jersey, but on the sideline. You were injured earlier that year, so yeah. present but not playing. As we come back in, BYU will have the ball set on the far hash mark. The right hash from Soljay Mayava Peters' vantage point. The wide side is to his left where he sends trips. Robertson, Cosper, and Keanu Hill, the top three wide receivers. He's got a receiving option to the right as well. That's Ethan Erickson split out as a tight end. Soljay Mayava Peters on the RPO takes off on the run of the second level. And Soljay Mayava Peters into SMU territory to the 42-yard line. So Soljay Mayava Peters now with uh, 80-plus yards rushing. SMU blitzed off the right side, and so when uh, Mayava Peters decided to keep it and cut back, the play was initially designed to go to the left, but when he cut back to the right, the blitzer, who would have normally been there to tackle him, was nowhere to be found, allowing for the bigger gain. First and 10, BYU at the SMU 42. Soljay's pacing for 100 yards in his first career start, rushing. Twins left and right. Boot, deep drop for Soljay, and incomplete intercepted. It is picked off underneath, and on the interception, Shannon Reed with the return to the 34 of SMU. And so a promising drive for BYU ended on the game's first turnover and the first true mistake made by the third-year freshman Soljay Mayava-Peters. So the interception gives SMU the football. That was BYU's best starting field position. And that Soljay Mayava-Peters run put the Cougars in a good spot. 17-yard run, but then the interception soon follows. And now on the pick, it is SMU first and 10 at its own 34-yard line. There's always a balancing act when preparing a young quarterback for his first start uh, with the scout team. You want him to build confidence, so you want to give him the look so he can complete balls in practice. But sometimes they get so used to completing balls easily uh, throughout the week of practice, they get in the game, and they just become automatic, and it can result in a mistake, like on that last play. First and 10 handoff to Tyler Levine from the 34 out to the 37-yard line, gain of three. The interception by Shannon Reed, second of the season for the Mustang middle linebacker. Listed as a Mike linebacker, the pick of Soljay Mayava-Peters. And in a 10-10 ball game, four minutes gone here in quarter number three, SMU now facing a second down and seven. Time for the BYU defense to get the ball back with no damage done. Soljay, by the way, 84 rushing yards. Hand off Levine. Levine 
shedding tacklers to midfield. A strong run by Tyler Levine. A 14-yard carry to the 49-yard line of BYU. Talon Alfrey makes the final stop of Tyler Levine. He is a stout runner. He's at 5'11", 212, averaging 4.6 yards per tote coming into the game. Trips to the right in a diamond cluster, a triangle cluster. A stretch handoff to Levine left, measuring his steps and then accelerating for a gain of a couple is all to the 47-yard line. Second down and eight for SMU. Back to Soljay for a moment. The last time a BYU quarterback was the leading rusher in a game was the Boise State game this year when Jaron Hall ran for 82 yards. Well, Soljay's at 84 and counting. The last BYU quarterback to run for 100, Taysom Hill in 2016. Wow. Option left. It's a toss left, actually, to Roderick Daniels, Jr., And on the toss, Roderick on second and eight gets himself four. Third down and four make it, yeah, third down on a long four coming up for SMU. And they go no huddle. They're right back to the line. Pistol. Roderick Daniels Jr. behind Mordecai. The handoff to Roderick, and he's got a nice run, sweeping it to the right inside the 40 to the 36-yard line. So many yards were gained, Riley, before contact on the handoff to Roderick Daniels Jr. The BYU defensive front, which we gave so much praise in the first half, uh, has softened up on yep. the second drive of the second half. Getting pushed around a bit right now. Screen to the right. A good block freeing Moochie Dixon for a gain of five to the near boundary. Give him six by the time the ball is marked to the 31-yard line of BYU. And SMU favoring an even quicker tempo. They've been tempo pretty much all game, but they're going really fast now. And that run by Daniels a moment ago seemed to catch BYU not set. Trips left. And a handoff middle to Roderick Daniels Jr. And Daniels is thrown down. The ball comes loose as his body hits the ground. BYU has the football on the recovery at the 26. The signal has not come. And will, will they say that the ground caused the fumble and that he was down? Yes, that's BYU football. The Roy ball must have come field. loose. As the ball was fumbled by the offense, recovered by the defense. First and ten, BYU. Wow, what a break for BYU that would be as Daniels was thrown down. As I, as yeah, I, I'm sure. Maybe yeah. the forearm hits. Look at, as maybe. I look at the monitor, the question is going to be whether or not the, his elbow hitting the ground is what yeah. caused the, the fumble. The previous play yeah. is under further review. Now the ruling on the field is fumble. And the first look I got at it, now the ball may have been maybe nudging loose, but the elbow hitting the ground caused it to pop loose. I will not be surprised if this gets overturned and brought back to SMU possession. And where the ball was down, I think that would have been a first down run. What is it not? It was, yeah. It looked like first down yardage to me. Okay, so in a 10-10 ball game with 8.58 to play in quarter number three, after BYU turns it over with the first Soljay Mayava-Peters pick of the night, Caleb Hayes throwing Roderick Daniels Jr. to the ground, and it appears that the ground causes the fumble with the forearm hitting the ground and the ball popping loose. Greg, if you take away Mordecai's rushing numbers from the SMU tallies, each one of their primary ball carriers is averaging over five yards a carry, which speaks to what, I mean, that's yeah. it's really been the run game that's gotten this going. So how close is this one, do you think? I don't think very. This is the, what we're seeing on the monitor now is the best angle that I've seen so far. Look, yeah. his forearm, forearm elbow is completely yeah. down. Ball's still in position. Yeah. So it looks like the entire forearm hits the ground before the ball pops loose. So by our vantage point and the, and the video or the instant replay that our listeners, if they're watching and syncing, are seeing at home, yeah, just, a, just, a, just a, a hair of question there whether the ball was sneaking loose before the forearm hits, but it certainly didn't pop loose till the arm was on the ground. So 
kind of a lengthy review of this one, though. It's not as cut and dried. Yeah, the one thing that uh, would have helped BYU is if there had been a defender that was kind of around the ball or around his arm that you could argue poke the ball out. Here comes the call. He's taking the headset off. Referee Ted Pitt's going to make the call here. After further review, the runner's elbow was down prior to the ball coming out. It will be first and ten. SMU. Yeah, so the play on the call on the field is overturned, and SMU will retain possession with a chain mover. We have 8.58 to play in the third quarter. 10-10, SMU and BYU here at University Stadium in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Jake Oldroyd's field goal, which tied the game, set the new BYU career scoring record at 336 points. In his last game as a BYU Cougar, he goes out as a history maker. Kamar, Kamar Wheaton is the tailback behind Tanner Mordecai. He's got a wing back and a wide receiver left, two wides to the right, handoff middle to Wheaton. Wheaton is stood up and somehow drags tacklers to the 20 from the 24-yard line. So a gain of five on first and 10. It'll be second down five for the Mustangs in a 10-10 ball game. We're almost halfway through quarter number three. Alden Tofa, the tackle for BYU. And the briskly moving Mustangs are back at the line of scrimmage, going no huddle. Trips to the right, single wide left, screen to the right, picked off! Intercepted at the 40 and the 50. Ben Bywater may take it to the house! The 30, the 20, the 10, the touchdown! It's a pick six for Ben Bywater. His third pick of the year. And he takes it all the way for the score as the Cougs go on top. Holy cow, Greg. I haven't seen a play like that since, I, I mean, Cougar greats are coming to mind. Kai Nakua, Kyle Van Oy, like, that was, so, I was getting nervous. They they had the bunch closest to the sideline, and they only had two guys out there. I'm like, oh, come on. Well, guess what? Ben Bywater had the responsibility for the point, man. Completely demolishes the guy trying to block him, steps in front of the pass, and even more impressive than that, Beats. He had three wide receivers trying to chase him down from behind. He was fast enough to do that, and he broke the tackle, stiff-arming the quarterback to the ground that was the last line of defense. Unbelievable play by Ben Bywater for the pick six. The Jake Oldroyd PAT is up and good. It's another Mountain America Credit Union touchdown, and it puts BYU on top with the convert with a score of 17-10. to BYU by seven. The Cougs have won their last five games when a defensive player scores a touchdown and a defensive player just scored a touchdown. And an and incredible call, one. We're going to call that our new skin. Beautiful catch of the game. It comes from a linebacker. Ben Bywater with the pick and the pick six. It is brought to you by New Skin. Discover the best you. It's our new skin. Beautiful catch of the game. A great catch. An even better run down the near sideline for the score. BYU 17 and SMU 10 is our score on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU 17, SMU 10 is our score after the Ben Bywater pick six. A 76-yard pick six for Bywater. BYU 17, SMU 10. BYU football brought to you by Big O Tires. Go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Well, Riley, a year ago, BYU was in Shreveport. It's cold, it's wet, it's windy, and pretty uninspired performance from BYU as UAB won that bowl game in the Independence Bowl. 
we've already seen just a better effort. I mean, even though BYU is shorthanded, they have reasons to not expect to play particularly well. They've played particularly well here on this cold night in Albuquerque and showing a lot more than they did a year ago. I think it's already been a successful night for BYU football. Kalani talked about it in your pregame interview with him. He felt like last year players were feeling sorry for themselves if they didn't maybe get into a New Year's Six or a better bowl. He said it was the complete opposite this year. Players were anxious and hungry to get after, to prepare, and come out and perform. Kickoff from Jake Oldroy is into and through the end zone. So Ben Bywater's third pick of the year is the third of his career. And it's his first touchdown. We had two Max Tooley pick sixes earlier in the year. First and 10 SMU. They now trail 17-10. BYU scored the last 10 of this game. 8-17 to play in the third quarter. Tanner Mordecai. A little push pass on the end around to Moochie Dixon. Maybe a couple yards is all to the 27. So second down and eight Mustangs. They go pistol formation. Tyler Levine behind Mordecai. Snap Mordecai. Quick turn and handoff to Levine. Levine runs into a pile of players, including Pepe Tanovasa at the 29-yard line. Force back. Setting up a third down and six. So third and six Mustangs at their 29-yard line. BYU 17, SMU 10. Cougars looking to take a little more control of this game. We're exactly halfway through quarter number three. This third down stop right here would go a long way toward that. SMU on third downs. Five for ten. BYU three for eight. Mordecai shotgun with Levine to his right. They motion the tight end RJ Maryland to tackle left. The look left and the fire at the mall. Oh, it's through the hands of the intended receiver Jordan Curley. He dropped the first down. And SMU will punt it away. And Riley, here's the point. BYU is going to get good field position and a seven-point lead. This is where BYU can take control of this football game, leading it by 17-10. SMU's not looked sharp here in the second half, and that play right there indicative of that. That's a first-down pass that goes through the hands of Jordan Curley on this cold night. For Ben Bywater to uh, intercept the ball and run it back for a touchdown is so reassuring for a young quarterback making his first real mistake. I, you would you would potentially worry about uh, Soljay coming out and feeling you know, anxious and compounding one bad mistake with another, but now knowing he's got the defense has his back. Rugby punt to the right, and a fair catch called by Hobbs Nyberg at the 27-28 yard line of BYU, and a flag flew during the play. With 7.04 to play here in quarter number three. And BYU on top by a score of 17-10. to Wait for the call from Ted Pitts here. During the kick, holding number 19, receiving team. That's a 10-yard penalty from the end of the kick. Hmm. First down. Well, that will hamper the Cougars' field position. Bring it inside the 20-yard line. First and 10 for BYU. Today's game does more than just end this season, Riley. It's the springboard to the Big 12. And and springboarding with four consecutive wins and an 8-5 and record just feels better and is better than kind of, uh, you know, so-soing it with a 7-6 and six loss to end the year. You'd be only 6-6 six and six against FBS opponents. It's just one game, but I think it would it would mean a world of difference to how this team goes into the offseason and gets introduced to the Big 12. Well, and SMU is in Dallas, which is the heart of Big 12 country, yeah. and maybe there's you know high school players that are watching and thinking, huh, BYU, I'd never really think about those guys, them joining the Big 12. Maybe it has some recruiting implications too. Under center goes Soljay. 
A stretch handoff to Chris Brooks. Chris Brooks with a strong run. And he's under cup but not before he gets out to the 27-yard line. A gain of almost nine on first and ten. Yeah, he was inches away from breaking out into the open field. The safety just with a shoestring tackle as Chris did a great job picking his way through the line of scrimmage and the second-level defenders. 6.40 to play in the third. BYU lists the clock wisely run down on the play clock. They've got the lead. They've got time at their disposal. Time is their ally. Soljay will go under center again. BYU 17, SMU 10. A pick six puts BYU in front. And the Cougs have won their earlier two games this year with pick sixes, both courtesy of Max Tooley. The motion man is Roberts. The stretch handoff is to Chris Brooks. And Chris Brooks gets to linebacker level and beyond. A strong run by Chris again. He is running that Chris Brooks way out to the 37-38 yard line. Gain of 11. And BYU moves the sticks again. You mentioned that the numbers, the rushing numbers weren't quite up to what happened against Stanford. Well, first of all, SMU is a better team than Stanford is. But second of all, BYU really did start to become a snowball rolling downhill and picking up uh, rushes in that Stanford game in bigger chunks as the game went on. We're seeing that same thing here with 550 left to go in the third quarter. First and 10 BYU at the Cougar 38-yard line. Play clock's under 10. Mayava to shotgun. Roberts motions. They give Hinkley Ropati. Ropati middle. Busts it to the outside. He's got a good block. Hinkley down the sideline to the 45 and near the 40-yard line. Hinkley Ropati moves the sticks and moves the ball inside SMU territory. The 42 will be the spot. First and 10, BYU. The Kooks, Bradley, have started to take over in this game. In three carries on this drive, uh, on this current drive, you, we've seen BYU's rushing per attempts go from 3.9 to 4.6. Hmm. At least as I'm watching the stat monitor. So first and 10, Kooks, 42 of SMU. And again, wise to go late in the play clock. Of course. Why would you not? Down to five. The hand clap at three. Hand off to Hinkley Ropati coming left. Uh, And he jumps in the air. Defender shoots at his legs and knocks him down for a gain of only a yard, maybe two to the 40-yard line. Ahmad Moses with the tackle for SMU. Clock rolling down to 440. It was a small gain, but with that last rush, BYU gets over 200 total yards for the day. So having only 137 at halftime, pacing for a meager output, but uh, it's picking up the pace here a little bit on this third drive of the third quarter. Pistol formation. Rex and Himuli, tight ends on either side of the line. Twins left. Nyberg's going to motion from left to right. The turn and handoff from Mayava Peters. To Hinkley Ropata. Chris Brooks, beg your pardon. Thought it was Hinkley. It's Brooks, though, up to the 35 yard line on a third, a second and eight. It'll go to third down and three. The combination of Brett Blake Freeland, Clark Barrington, and Houston Haymuli lined up on the left side of that offensive line completely just demolished it down. There wasn't anything initially. The play was supposed to go to the right side A gap, but because they collapsed complete left side of the defensive front, was able to create some space for Brooks to pick up big yardage on second down. Feels like four down territory here. Should they not get it on third? Third down and three from the the SMU 35 with 335 to play in the third. BYU's up 17 to 10. The Cougs have not had a two-score lead yet tonight. Motion man Roberts. Mayava Peters hands off middle to Brooks. And Brooks needing three, got four between the tackles to the 31-yard line. Move the sticks. Another first down for BYU. First down number 15. The first downs were even, 14 apiece. BYU nudges in front. 
as the Cougs go four for ten on third downs tonight from the 31-yard line. Ball directly between the hashes. New set of downs. And the clock rolls to 3.05. The Cougs, when leading or tied after three quarters, are 50 and 8 in the Kalani Sitaka era and have won their last three in that situation. Mayava Peters on a keeper. The pull away on the RPO, and he zips ahead to the 26 yard line, gain of five, second down and five. 2.45 to play in the third. Full play clock starts to tick down. BYU 17, SMU 10. A win tonight. And BYU finishes the year 8-5. and five, And they would have bowl wins in all of Kalani Sitake's even-numbered years. 2016, 18, 20, and 22. Stay with us for post-game coverage. Player and coach interviews from field level here at University Stadium in Albuquerque. A cold night. But a windless night after a sun-splashed Saturday here in the land of enchantment. Christopher Brooks shedding tacklers on a second and five for nearly five. It'll be either third and short or move the sticks. They'll say hold tight on the chain mover. Third and very short coming up. 28 degrees is our temperature right now in Albuquerque. Because of, the, I think, the altitude, there's not much wind. It says, there's a light breeze. It says, feels like 24. I know the TV broadcasts love to do that. And I, I'm not quite sure what that means, but uh, it's colder than it looks, I guess, by a few degrees. I'd say feels like 18. <laughs> <laughs> Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone for big-time banking with a home team feel. Zions Bank is for you. Third down, less than one. Miami Peters goes under center. Now give to Brooks, and Brooks gets second level, and Brooks gets into the end zone. Chris Brooks with a touchdown run, and the Cougars take a two-score lead with 1.21 to play in the third quarter. I know SMU was nervous about just being able to withstand just the the big physical presence of BYU's offensive line and these running backs, and we saw on this last drive that they are starting to wear down. That last play, three different SMU Mustangs had a shot at Chris Brooks, but they bounced off him and of course Chris, keeping his shoulders square and his legs churning, was able to come through that mess, break out in the open field, sprint his way into the end zone for six. It's another Mountain America Credit Union touchdown for BYU, 23-10 PAT pending. Jake Oldroyd swings the leg and knocks it through in 24-10. BYU with its first two score lead of the night and it comes on a Bailey's move of the game. Brought to you by Bailey's Moving and Storage. We move with you every step of the way since 1952 and every step of that run took Chris Brooks one step closer to the end zone. He goes in for six. Oldroyd makes it seven and 24-10. The Cougars take a two touchdown lead in the New Mexico Bowl on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. BYU fans, Hotel Park City was named as one of America's top 25 hotels in TripAdvisor's 2022 Traveler's Choice Awards. You've got one of the best of the best in your own backyard. So book your Hotel Park City stay today. BYU trailed in this game 10-7. 17 straight for the Cougs as they have taken control of the New Mexico Bowl. 24-10, BYU leads SMU. And Riley, it just feels like the Cougs have just about taken the fight out of the Mustangs. The runs are harder. The tackles are more ferocious. 
and now the scoreboard reflects what we're seeing on the field. Well, and SMU has absolutely no confidence in their run game. The last two pass attempts, one was picked up by Ben Bywater, the other one had a guy wide open for a third down. Ball just goes right through his hands and bounces off his chest. So uh, the, the pass game's not working for them. They were ripping some chunks there before the interception. They were ripping off some chunks in the run game. BYU just needs to continue to be stout up front, be sure tacklers. You don't necessarily have to disrupt and you know be playing in the taking risks trying to get tackles for loss just be sure tackle gang tackle play with good effort and uh should be pretty smooth waters for BYU for the rest of the game in Jake Oldroyd's final game as a BYU Cougar he kicks off on a record setting night for Jake and that's another touchback kickoff so BYU has scored seven in the first three in the second 14 in the third the the significance thereof is that when BYU does score in every quarter, and they still have to score in the fourth quarter, mind you, but when the Cougars score in every quarter under Kalani Sitake, they are 27 and 2. 27 and 2, and they simply just score in every quarter, and they have a 16 game win streak when scoring in all four quarters. We'll see if the Cougars can keep it going into the fourth. 24 10, BYU on top. Tanner Mordecai takes a knee high snap. And guns it to the near side. Catch made and a step out after a gain of eight by Moochie Dixon. And a player down. Right, right tackle Owen Condon. So Owen Condon for SMU is down on the field with 116 to play in the third. And uh, this might be the only injury stoppage that I recall it has uh, tonight. Been. Yeah, it has been. Yeah, we talked a little bit earlier about the you know SMU offensive wall is just not getting in a rhythm and I think I think they're, they're we're seeing the effects of not having them not having Rasheed Rice on the field um, I mean you talked about maybe it's the cold weather Mordecai has has been a little bit off but not having him on the field uh, I mean that's definitely playing into the fact that the SMU offense just can't get things rolling it's been great to see the BOU defense rise to the occasion and they're playing it seems like they're playing with a ton of aggression and and the guys are flying around and, and sticking to their assignments which has been good but it definitely helps not having one of the best receivers um, in the nation uh, not on the field for SMU yeah true Mitch Mitchell Jurgens and the Zions Bank end zone for big time banking with a home team feel Zions Bank is for you consider that SMU is averaging 325 passing yards per game and their total right now is 79 yards nearly at the end of the third quarter Great job by the BYU defensive backfield. Also, you know, we've had a few batted balls. Um, Have we had two sacks? Just the one sack, but I know there's been a couple of additional pressures. So good job by the BYU defensive backfield and pass rush, uh, really taking SMU out of their game. Second down and three from the 32. Hand off to Tyler Levine, moves the sticks out to the 38-yard line. So BYU 24, SMU 10, our score, 103 to play. The clock now down to one minute here in quarter number three. Mordecai, pistol with Levine behind him. Tyler Levine, leading ground gainer, 13 for 59. The turn and handoff to Levine, and he's bounced back by Lorenzo Fawatea and then finished off by Tyler Batty. I believe that was Batty it was. And a loss on the play from first and 10 to second and 12 for SMU, and the clock rolls to 35 seconds as the Mustangs hurried up. BYU better than plus 10 minutes in possession time edge tonight. Mordecai on a five-step. The right-hander shuffles to his right, loads up, doesn't like what he sees. Forced to his left, dumps it off underneath. Levine makes the catch. 
but not for much to the 40-yard line after all of that. A gain of six on second and 12. It'll be third down and eight for the Mustangs, and they may not get another playoff. The clock is at 10. They have been hurrying it up, but that might do it, and Levine's going to hobble off the field. So the lead running back is now injured for SMU, and that will do it. We are through 45 minutes. That's the end of the third quarter. After three, BYU 24 and SMU 10. The Cougars looking to close it out at the New Mexico Bowl after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.